Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. If you're coming back to the show, welcome back. And if you're a first-time listener, I'm so happy to have you here. In case you didn't know yet, I've started a new series called Midweek Mindfulness. It's a five-minute or less podcast episode released on Wednesdays that will focus on something you can do right in that moment to bring yourself more presence, reconnect to yourself, and recharge. It might be a good thing to do right before you go to work or as a transition from work to home. Even if you're driving, you don't have to close your eyes or anything, but I'm hoping it'll be an easy way to spend a few minutes taking care of yourself. I mean, ideally, we'd do it every day, but once a week is a great place to start. So check that out if you get a chance. We talk about energy and energy centers all the time on this show, obviously, because that's a common translation of chakra or more of a description of the chakras, I suppose. Energy is a really big word, encompassing a huge number of ideas and things. And while we all sort of have a sense of what it means to us for today's topic, we need to get pretty specific on what we mean when we say energy. In the yoga tradition, the word that we're usually referring to when we say energy is shakti, which translate from Sanskrit, not just to energy, but to power, ability, capacity, strength, and empower. That's, that's really different than what we sometimes mean when we talk about vibe or atmosphere, but we use the same word as a bit of a shorthand. But today we're talking about energy with the definition, our power to do inner work, which is the Sanskrit meaning more directly of the word Shakti. So with that definition in mind, let's talk about energy leaks in each chakra, the ways in which we lose energy, lose power through these centers and lose our ability to do inner work there. Because if we, we can't do the inner work, we can't heal. Now, just for fun, today we'll start with energy leaks at the top of the nadi, the channel, and move down. I thought when I was first putting this episode together that I'd be able to get all seven of the main chakras done, but it would have been really long. So first, the crown chakra. The fundamental human right of the crown chakra is to know. But the interesting thing here is that the quickest way to develop a crown chakra leak is to believe that you know and refuse to learn anything more or refuse to have an open mind to other ideas. When we hold tightly to our beliefs, we close ourselves off from the universe, from the truths that can come from the divine when we're open and receptive. There's nothing wrong with having opinions or beliefs, even strong ones. That's great. It gives us a sense of who we are and what we want to stand for. That's so important. But it's when we hold on to them as if 
as if to let them go would shatter our world, that we run into trouble. And if you've been through a dramatic awakening where you realized that everything you thought you knew about religion or God or spirituality was in question, you'll recognize this. When you are forced, for whatever reason, to release a belief that was so strong you believed the belief was you, it can be shattering. It can feel like you've fallen apart and that putting yourself back together is impossible. The fact is, there is so much in the universe that we don't know, probably a million times more than what we do know. So when we hold tightly to something, to a belief or an opinion, the chances that it isn't right are pretty good. But it doesn't really matter. When we hold on, we leak energy from our crown chakra. We leak our ability, our power to do our spiritual healing. The solution to this energy leak isn't to have no beliefs or thoughts or opinions. That would be ridiculous and probably impossible anyway. The solution is to hold your beliefs lightly, to live strongly and fully in those beliefs, but not to the point that you become hard and unwilling to consider with respect the thoughts and beliefs of others. When we're convinced we know better than anyone, we have a crown chakra energy leak. When we move down to the third eye chakra, the energy leaks start to deal with what we see. In a balanced, non-leaky chakra, we have a pretty solid handle on the truth of reality, as much as we can anyway, and we're willing to accept it. If we're leaking our energy, our power in the third eye chakra, though, that's when we're lost in our thoughts and fantasies. Of course, a little daydreaming is fine, but that's not a leak. A leak is when we're fixated on our fantasies about what could have been or should have been or what we wished had happened. You know, like um, like when you replay a conversation over and over in your head, imagining all the things you could have said but didn't, you're leaking third eye energy. I'm talking to myself here, by the way. Or if we're constantly imagining a future where we could be happy rather than finding ways to discover happiness in our current reality or constantly imagining a future we don't want, giving yourself anxiety over things that might never happen, but we spiral down a rabbit hole of what ifs as we imagine this possible future. Energy leaks because we're sapping our ability, our power to see reality as it is. We can't change reality until we know what's real. And there are very good reasons to work individually and collectively to change our shared reality denying the present moment, whether it's something in your own life or a, a broader reality like racism, homophobia, misogyny, anti-trans messages, anything that is true and real that we decide to deny because we don't like it or don't like that we might have a part in it causes a leak in the third eye chakra. That's not to say that imagining a different world isn't part of that but not to the point where we don't have a grasp of what is actually happening in the world. Anything that we do to busy our brains against the present moment is a third eye chakra energy leak. And I think in a lot of ways, 
this leak stops us from getting to that imagined life. Visualizing a different future for yourself is a big part of creating it. But when we spend all our time living in some moment that that isn't now, we don't have the capacity to do the things it takes to make that imagined life a reality. The next chakra on our journey is the throat chakra. Even if you're brand new to the chakras, it's not really a surprise that this chakra governs speech, communication, our right to be heard and to express ourselves in the world. This is such an interesting place to have a leak because throat chakra leaks are are almost sanctioned, almost required by our culture. An energy leak here looks more like excessive talking, but but not excessive communication, more like saying a lot of things that don't bring more good into the world. Gossip is a throat chakra leak because you're not expressing yourself. You're communicating something that isn't really your story to tell. But we love gossip. We love knowing details about each other's lives, even when we don't really need to know, and sometimes when it does harm. Just as not everyone needs to know about your personal life, we don't need to know everything about everyone else. And excessive talking, gossip, breaks down trust. We learn that some people aren't safe places to share. And that's a good lesson. But what if we're also teaching ourselves that we aren't a safe place? Speaking poorly of others tends to hold a mirror up. We're reflected in the things we say about others. And we're reflected in what we allow to be said to us. It's natural to be interested in gossip. It feels like a good way to understand our world and the people in it. Rumors feel like we're being given the inside track that we'll have an advantage in some way, that we'll be able to prepare ourselves for what's coming and we'll feel safer. But in reality, we just feel disappointed, uh, scared, or or confused because what we actually get are half-truths and uncertainty. Guarding our speech, being careful with what we say, ensuring that it's a kind and helpful thing is a sure way to stop an energy leak in the throat chakra. And this is a good chance to talk about the difference between a block and a leak. It's pretty obvious, I suppose. A block stops the flow of energy and a leak is letting the energy out. But it's important to realize that you you can have both at the same time. You can have trouble expressing yourself, challenges, getting your ideas and feeling out into the world, and also have a leak. A leak is sending your energy out into the world uncontrolled and unwanted. Proper flow. Healthy flow is moving your energy through the chakra and into the world in a way that is promoting your highest good, that brings you into authenticity with yourself rather than away from it. Dissolving blocks, clearing space in your chakras is important to work on as well as stopping any energy leaks that you might have. If you stop a leak in your throat chakra and start containing your energy, but a, a block or imbalance exists there, you'll you'll simply exacerbate any issues you already have with all that extra energy in the chakra that, that that's blocked from getting out. You might amplify the 
positive attributes of the chakras, but you'll also amplify the challenges that you might find there. And the last chakra leak we'll talk about today is in the heart chakra. Remember that not only is the heart the seat of our right to love and be loved, it's also the place where we balance our inner world with our outer world. A certain amount of energy naturally flows in and out of the heart chakra. That's how we receive love. I mean, it, it, it isn't that the other chakras don't interact with the outside world. It's just that the heart chakra has a, a special function specifically to receive certain kinds of vibrations back from the world. What I see, though, a lot is another combination of, of block and leak. The block is the inability to receive love and acceptance from others through feelings of unworthiness, from putting up walls to prevent getting hurt, which is funny because I've never known anyone who successfully managed to never get hurt again. That's just part of life, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it. I, that is a whole separate episode, I suppose. But this block is there to keep love and acceptance from getting in. And the leak is an interesting attempt to get someone to take down the block for you. When you leak your heart chakra energy, it looks like giving all your love to others, never caring for yourself, refusing to spend any time working on self-love or self-acceptance. And we just hope that someone will take that love leak and, and somehow, some way, dissolve our heart chakra block so we can feel loved. But I'm so sorry. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Another person can love you to pieces, but until you do the work to dissolve that block, you won't be able to feel the way you want to feel. And having that leak from your heart reduces the amount of energy you have available for self-healing. All that energy, that power, that, that capacity to do your inner work, to heal your heart chakra, to learn self-love, it's all being dispersed into the world. And here's the thing. It's your energy. It isn't even like other people can use it. We're just leaving messy energy puddles everywhere. So learning to stop giving every last bit of yourself to others is the first step in stopping a heart chakra leak. Another leak here is not having boundaries or defined relationships. An interesting version of this is in the workplace. I see this a lot. Is your boss your friend? or your boss? Are you friends or are you the manager to the people who report to you? It's not an excuse to be cruel or dismissive, but when we don't have boundaries in a place, in an environment that needs to be clearly defined, we end up with heart chakra leaks because the power imbalance is such that we, we give away all our internal power, our, our energy. We can see this in romantic relationships as well. If we, if we don't know where we stand with our intimate partners, you know, is this long-term? Are we moving forward? What does moving forward look like for us? Do, do you want more? Do I want more? When there's ambiguity, we have heart chakra leaks around these relationships because we, we feel helpless, as if we have no control over our lives. This, this is expected, perhaps early in a relationship, but even Long-term relationships can struggle with this when we, we feel like we're not on the same page with our partners in some way. Uh, desires for the future, children, 
parenting styles, finances. It's important to create definitions and boundaries in our romantic relationships whenever possible to stop leaking energy from our heart chakras. Stopping these leaks and and, and clearing any blocks makes space for healthy self-love and better relationships. If you find that any of these leak scenarios resonate with you, try a few of the suggestions I made for a few days or a week and see how you feel. It really is amazing how just changing a few little things can make such a big difference in how much power we're leaking. See if if by stopping the leak, you feel more empowered to do your inner work or if the work that you're doing Uh, starts to feel better or easier. Remember, we can't heal ourselves. All of the energy we need to heal ourselves is dispersed when we have a leak. So it's really important to identify where you might be leaking energy from your chakras and how you can start to work to stop that. For more chakra coaching, be sure to follow me on Instagram or Facebook. You can always join the Patreon for even more content every week. In the meantime, Remember to catch the new midweek mindfulness series, and I'll see you soon. Bye.